Hi, Susanna Rose, and welcome to the People Chronicles Storied Women. Today, my guest is Lisa McNeil Karras. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, Lisa is a nutritional counselor. Her company is called Be Fit and Healthy. Be Fit and Healthy. She is also a Reiki master. Yes, I yeah. am. And for the last year, you have you are director for a skincare product called Nearim International. Nearim International. Okay, so obviously the resume is quite long. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, I told you that we have one question to mm-hmm. ask, and that is, what is it that you want everyone to that's listening and that's watching this um, series to remember from our little chat today? Well, I'd like them to remember my happiness movement. Um, It's a personal development journey that I've gone on. And I'd like to share that with everyone. Oh, okay. So this personal happiness, Mm -hmm. this is, when did this journey start? Well, it started when I was 19 years old. Okay. And has gone on from there. And it's had some stops, some curves, some turns. Okay, so tell me about why, so at the age of, what did you say, 19? 19, I started it. So where you just woke up one day and you said, I think I'm going to make everything that I do today happy. Is that how it started? Yeah, it's weird. I just, I figured at that point in my life, wow, if I'm just happy, everything else goes great in my life. So I kind of looked through rose-colored glasses at the world all the time, tried to see the positive and in everything. And then I started journaling, meditation, dream boards, and I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't realize it was actually something that people do. Oh, okay. So you thought you were just inventing it for yourself. Yeah. It just made me happy, and it helped me uh, achieve goals in life. So, What did your parents think when you were 19 doing this? That I was a little weird and quirky. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I didn't understand it. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then you went to school? I did. I went to school, and I was a finance business manager um, major, and I got into the banking industry. So how does somebody who is committed to happiness then, and and seeing life through rose-colored glasses, look at, uh, you know, being in that competitive financial market? I mean, that you I was not happy. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) So I stayed in that field for a short period of time. And my journey um, ended with that. And I became a mother. And I stayed home for a number of years. And that's when I started exploring uh, Reiki and meditation and started studying that. And never went back to the banking industry. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So how does this then affect affect your marriage? Well, for many years, my husband just kind of tolerated, it was my quirkiness, like, oh, she's meditating, she does Reiki, and it was kind of silly to him. Only in the past year has he joined my my journey of personal development. So how how long have you been married? I've been married 23 years. (laughs) So for 22 years, years. it was just a level of tolerance, and he was just tolerating you being on this own, your own personal journey? It was my own personal journey. My children were on it. And he was on it. Like, he, he would talk about it, but he was not personally on it. And in the past year, and it, it kind of came with um, the one company I entered, they had a personal development section. And I started sharing that with him. 
And it was in our home the whole time, 23 years. I have a library. I have a meditation area. And it was there, but he felt like he discovered it on his own, just like I did when I was 19 years old. And he's almost surpassing me. It's amazing. So I love watching other people's journeys. Also. So does this journey have an end? No, no. It, it's, it's like exciting. It's like the never-ending journey. So tell me, okay, all right, so we are, we are on this journey of personal develop, of constant mm-hmm. personal development, constantly trying to make yourself happy. Yes. Um, so how do you do that? How, how, how would somebody do that? You know, how could somebody well, else I, do Well, I actually work with people to help teach them how to do that. And one of the things that we do is journaling is number one thing. What are your goals in life? And it doesn't have to be a financial goal. It doesn't have to be a fitness or health goal. It's whatever you want. What are your goals? And get those down. And then I, I work that into making a vision board. Okay. And, and when you teach people about to writing down their goals, mm-hmm. then do you teach them how to achieve those goals? Well, that's the thing. Everybody's level of achievement is different. It depends on your perspective on life and how you're going to get there. Some people are real go-getters, and they're going to work day and night to get there. And some people are just going to incorporate it into their daily life, and they'll eventually get there. It depends on what they want as their journey. So I have them do the vision boards, and that's the big thing. You have to do the vision board, put your vision out there, kind of put it out to the universe. And you don't just let it sit there. You start to do things like uh, every day do um, meditation, do good things for yourself, um, kind of slight edge decisions like you're um, making a good choice that you're going to eat healthy each day. You're going to avoid something bad for you each day. Just little things that over time compound to bigger things. You use that term slight edge? Yes. I, I heard you use that before when it came to something types of, some type of outreach you're, that you're doing in the community. I am. I'm doing um, part of a program called Success for Teens, and they work on the basis of the slight edge technology. And that is, uh, there's a book that was written a number of years ago by Jeff Olson. He's the CEO of a company I work with. But this is completely separate, and it's called The Slight Edge. And this teaches you to do very small acts every single day. Now, Slight Edge could be good or bad. If you make bad decisions each day, even small bad decisions, say you eat poorly or you smoke or you do something that's unhealthy for you, after a day it's not going to affect you. But after 100 days, it's going to affect Mm -hmm. you. So now we have the program for teens, and I became a facilitator. So in April, I'm going to be facilitating a big program. (laughs) Great. That's great. In the community. And that's also, I I would imagine, is the giving back. Yes. Is part of the living happy. Absolutely. you got to pay it forward. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So what would you say, what would you recommend then that someone do to to buy into this so-called happiness movement that you're on? Well, um, I think... Part of it is doing something for others. You have to help someone else in your community or in your life to help yourself. You feel better. And I know sometimes people are like, well, you know, you're always giving, always giving. But no, you actually receive. You receive that back. Yeah. So um, doing something to help someone else. There you go. Oh, that's an easy mm-hmm. thing to do. It, it, it's easy. Yeah. It's so it, simple. It, yeah. yeah. And I think it's, it, the more you practice it, mm-hmm. the easier it gets. You know, it's one of those things that are... right. Yeah, absolutely. On 
if I can mention something, sure. on March 20th is International Day of Happiness, where everybody in the world can do something for someone else to make them happy. And it will be celebrated through the mm-hmm. UN. March, uh, really? March, March 20th. 20th. Yes, yes. So do you know what you're doing? I, I mean, have you been like sleeping on this and say, I'm going to come up with a whole list well, of things? Well, last year I did a wall, a happiness wall at Body Zone, and where people actually, we put the word out that they can go do something happy to make somebody else happy, and then they put their, their um, what they've done on the wall. Did the wall fill up? Yeah, the wall filled up. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Absolutely. You, uh, you know, one of the things is that you tend to just your appearances and your and your smile is that you exude this happiness. I mean, I think that one of the things is happy mm-hmm. people. You can see that they they attract people. You know, they attract people around them. Right. It's almost like a happiness begets happiness. You know, um, the old expression like misery loves company, but yet exactly. happiness begets happiness as well. You know, exactly. And I can see like it, it just kind of. It, like it's uplifting to the face it's uplifting to the to the posture the right. whole thing yeah you have to make part of your life your everyday life yeah so I, I so one of the things was that you mentioned a, a while ago was that um that what other people could do mm-hmm. you know one of the things that you had told me that you do is you you kind of like removed yourself from other things that those things that are negative that bring you down like absolutely yeah I don't watch the news so sometimes I might not know that it's going to snow or anything (laughs) (laughs) but now seriously if if I'm watching that there's a war or there's conflict somewhere else in the world I'm almost putting energy into it so I remove myself with that from that because and it has helped Uh, and there was one of the things on my husband's personal journey he removed himself from that and he's so much happier. He said, I have no idea what's going on. You don't want to be, like, <laughs> blinded to everything, but it, it's nice to remove the negativity from your life. Mm-hmm. And now, if there could be some happy news, which would be great, that would be fabulous. Yeah, because there's a lots, of, lots of great things there going on There are great things town, going yeah. on in the yeah, world. Yeah. And that was part of the, the program um, and the, Jeff Olson. He um, has a magazine called Live Happy. Uh-huh. So I will read that because <laughs> it's all about happiness. And there are other uh, publications out there about happiness. That's great. So there are good things going on. There are a lot of good things yeah. going on. You're right. And I think that, you know, uh, having you here today to just really even talk about the word happiness, mm-hmm. because I don't think, you know, people don't really even talk about it. You know, right. it just uh, it just it, it is it, it is or it isn't, you know, and it's one of those things. And I think that you have shared with us today mm-hmm. that, you know, happiness is a choice. I mean, we make the choice whether or not we're going to smile, whether or exactly. not we're going to, um, you know, help others. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to pay it forward, things of that sort. So you've done a great job. And I really appreciate you coming on. To thank show you. Today, Lisa. Thank I appreciate you very much. it. Thank you. And thank you, everyone. Hi, everyone. My name is Lisa Karras, and I have had a great day here today at the People Chronicles. And I'd like you to do what I just did. I followed them on Facebook. Be a fan. Thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Anna Rose. And I really encourage you, especially if you like a good story, to listen to the People Chronicles storied women. But there's lots of other great things that are going on with the People Chronicles. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel so you don't miss a thing. And I hope to see you back here for Storied Women.